Welcome to another Night Shift Top Secret Information Podcast with myself and my awesome host, Anthony Ramondi at Conservative Ants. Bring Anthony on in here. Last week, hello, Ant. Good to see you this evening. How are you, sir? Your hat looks sharp, buddy. Thank you. I appreciate that. I'm using some of the neon colors, you know. I like the neon colors. Today we're talking. Like last last week, we talked about uh, surviving uh, a satanic cult from a from a childhood experience. Uh, the Jimmy Toro story, horrifying, and to hear it from the words of Jimmy Toro's mouth gave both of us chills. I think so. This week, yeah. as we dive down the rabbit hole, uh, I wanted to soften it up for us a little bit and just take it in a little direction because we've done history of conspiracies. We did mm-hmm. secret societies and how they're controlling us, which is a little doomy yep. and gloomy. Then we had this satanic cult survivor that deep. was a childhood satanic, which was deep and disgusting yeah. and horrifying and sad and all the emotions. And it wasn't really a lot of happiness that came out of that. Now, this I wanted to switch it up because this is part of the rabbit hole. I kind of wanted to surprise you with this. I was told by another famous podcaster who has an incredible book called The Terrorist Whisperer. His name is Hamidi Jassem. Um, a survivor of Iraq's uh, America's first Iraqi spy, and he, and he was. Uh, I've, I've podcasted with this guy a few times. It's a, a, a harrowing story um, about surviving Iraq and and being imprisoned by Saddam Hussein and becoming the young command sar- youngest command sergeant wow. major of all time. So this guy, um, and he's in with uh, General Petraeus and the whole nine yards. Uh, General Petraeus actually brought him here to the United States, gave him a sanctuary here in the United States, and so I meet with him from time to time, and he says, Eric. What is this conspiracy show that you're getting into with conservative vans? He's like, I'm actually a big fan of conservative van. And I said, yeah, this is what we're doing. He said, do me a favor. I know a guy. I know this guy. And uh, he is into orbs, astro traveling, channeling. Uh, He's just got a lot going on. You got to talk to this guy. He's all about like spiritual healing and all these things. And so uh, through him, I was able to get this number. I meet this guy for coffee. Anthony, I'm going to forewarn all of you and our viewers, this dude is intense. This dude is on some (laughs) kind of weird spiritual high that we have to learn about. It's something I'm not on. I'd like to get on that train. Yeah. Um, And he has just a crazy story that I couldn't keep up with. And I said, I don't even want to try. I got to bring on another expert, which is Anthony Ramondi. And maybe the two of us (laughs) together can try to understand or make sense of this spiritual uh, beings I, before i bring in david bruce oh no. what are your feelings on orbs and channeling astro traveling and stuff what so i don't know what at I, I, so i wrote that down i don't know what astro travel is um and i'm sure that david will tell us about it orbs though uh, so i'm a huge spiritual person but i feel like that i've i've seen things before mm-hmm. so orbs um it's a thing, I think, in my opinion, I think that they are something. So I'm interested to hear what he has to say. Also interested on the astro travel. So we'll see where that leads. And as our viewers are listening to this, I will actually be in person with Anthony Ramonde as this is going out. So we will be sitting here live with you guys in the live yes. chats on the premiere live. So we're sitting together on the couch right now watching us, watching us. We're, we're basically astro traveling to uh, Florida for a live preview of this. And then we're actually going to be with Ghostbed, who is our sponsor for today's show, Ghostbed. Uh, Ghostbed.com forward slash Wolfpack. We'll have our own promo code soon for Night Shift TSI. But if you want sleep so good it's scary, head over to Ghostbed.com using that promo code Wolfpack. Right now you can get 40% off across the board for a new welcome to Ghostbed things. But uh, Anthony and I are traveling to the Ghostbed factory in Fort Lauderdale on Monday. We're going to get to meet everybody there. We're going to get to lay around on some beds, make some content over there. So that'll be very exciting. We're really stoked to have Ghostbed on Night Shift Top Secret Information. So um, uh, thank you guys for all being in the chats. I'm going to go ahead and turn this over to our uh, special guest tonight, who is David Bruce, Orb Specialist, addiction recoverer i don't know what to call you mr bruce thank you man well you said it really well um i really am on a healing journey so about two years ago i had i found my girl dead from addiction so my dad died before that right can you hear me yeah just stay right right on the mic so wait uh your your Girl, my ex girlfriend died. Yeah, she died from an overdose. So, I got back into addiction real bad when my father died, and came back to Raleigh, North Carolina, and the Garner area, and hooked up with a old girl from high school. 
and started using again, right? Okay. And we just started lightly, you know, going out, like, drinking, doing coke, doing pills. And then those pills moved into heroin and fentanyl and meth and Xanax, everything you can okay. think of, right? Bam, 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 hitting it hard, man, for a couple years. We turned into the biggest junkies you could think of, just straight scumbags, man. I'm shooting everything in my arm you could think of. She goes out one night. We're fighting over some dumb shit, dude, using... I have a buddy that's actually was on the run from the police for over some dumb bullshit warrant at the time living in an RV in my driveway, right? And he would be working on shit for me. He was working on a car at the time. And this is like the first sign of divine intervention for this situation I'm about to tell you about. Because this cat never woke me up. Like, okay. this, is my, this is my sanctuary. He knew not to fuck with me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And for some reason, this morning, he was blowing up my phone. He was awake. He was doing everything he could to wake me up. Finally, I get up. I'm like, why is this motherfucker waking me up, dude? Yeah. Like, We're supposed to. Right. Anyways, that woke me up. I go in. I try to wake up my girl. She's dead, dog. Dead as a door now. Oh. Um, we start working on her. I'm finding the Narcan. I'm hitting her with three Narcans. I'm hitting her with CPR. She had been gone I don't know how long without oxygen, but they didn't expect her to even survive. And if th she did survive, they said she would have extensive brain damage. So mind you, when this all happened, this was during COVID, right? So they come, they pull her out of my spot. They bring her down in a bag. And I'm like, oh, she's done. She's gone, right? Well, they take her to wake med. They, they're working on her Re just religiously, man. I the guy really should have stopped from what they said in the ambulance, but for some reason he kept going. They get her there, dude, and it's me and her parents up in Wake Med, and the doctor comes in, and the doctor's like, look, she was without oxygen way too long. All of her organs shut down because a little bit of oxygen she did have went to her brain to try to save her, right? Yeah. So if she does survive... She probably ain't going to be right. She's probably going to be brain dead. There's something clicked in me. See... When I grew up, I remember choosing my body, choosing my mother. Ever since I was a little kid, I've had pre-birth experiences. Talked to my mother about it. It wasn't something nobody else talked about. I found out real quick other people didn't have those experiences, right, as a young kid. Yeah. And my dad shut that shit down. So I talked to it about with my mother, and that was it. Buried that shit, got into addiction, got into the corporate world, cleaned up when I had my kids. Bam, my dad died, got, came back here. That happened. Yeah. Right? So something just clicked in me in there in that room. I literally got up, walked out, didn't say shit to her parents, didn't say shit to the doctor. Like I said, something clicked. I went back to my house. I, couldn't, I said, to the being I remember being with and choosing to come take this journey with, I literally screamed out to the sky, dog. I said, if you hear me and my experiences are real, heal her and I'll stop shooting dope and I'll start living my life. Dude, that about this time, it was about th close to 3 o'clock in the morning, right after this. Oh, mind you. Okay, when I said that, I instantly could feel and see the best that I can describe it as a light energy coming from the sky to me, from me, back out from the sky to her. Mind you, I was nowhere close to Wake Med, but I could see and feel this. Right after that, I get a call. Someone from Wake Med, you can come up and you know, you can come up here now and see her. I was like, well, her parents must have wow. gave them my phone number, right? I get up there, I go inside. It's the same lady when I left at the front desk. She was like, honey, we didn't give you, we didn't call you. And I later found oh. out her parents didn't give them my phone number. So signed too. She's like, but you can go back, even though. Wait, it was hold COVID. on. Let's time out. So right. you, yeah. sorry, Anthony, you, you, you get this being that tells you, like you shout out to the heavens. Uh -huh. I'll change. I'll be a better I'll stop man. Stop using. Right. I said, if you hear me to the being that I remember having my pre-birth experiences with, which is my Lord, my Rock, God. Okay. If you hear okay. me and heal her, I'll stop shooting dope. And I'll start living my life. Remember those words because we're going to come back to this later because it's very important. That's specifically what I said. I'll stop shooting dope and start living my life, right? Yeah. Felt that healing energy is what I know it is now. It was light healing energy coming from source. And from me, they're utilizing my vessel as well, right? Because I was connecting. Right then I was connecting back with source, which I ignored for years. Okay. Right? So... I go back up there. She's like, honey, we didn't call you, but I can let you go back there. I went back. I started 
touching and healing, touching on her and praying and bam, the machines go off her. She responded for the first time. The doctors run in and start healing her, start working on her. That's move forward to a month. She starts healing. Mind you, she has heart failure, kidney failure. She's on dialysis. Her lungs, she has a chest tube. Her lungs are collapsed with water and liquid issues. Um, she hasn't been, you know, she's been in bed. She's been in a coma. Yeah. She's been rent, you know, been ran by machines, essentially, and equipment. And she starts healing to a point where we're about to get released the next day, and she's about to go home. She's still going to be on dialysis, but she's healed enough. This is a miracle in by itself, y'all. Okay? Okay. She healed enough to where she was about to go home, right? Wow. Okay, and so she, she was still like going to be on dialysis. Like yeah, home. she had a valve, a main valve. So she was going to go in and get dialysis, right? Let me do this so I can look at you yeah, and talk. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. yeah, so she was going to go get dialysis, right? Yeah, yeah. You can twist those little knobs and that'll tighten it up. The one on the bottom. You, brother. Right, nope. The one you had, yeah, your, yeah. you had it, right? I got you. Right here, these like two right yeah, here? I got Okay, you. cool. Yeah, so check it out, dude. She was about to go home, right? Right. She was still going to be on dialysis. Right, but she's going home. She's like, going home. It's a, a miracle. miracle. Okay. Right? I'm packing everything up. We'd been there for about a month by now. Okay. Wow. My addictions start coming into play. I have dope left over that. I quit shooting right. dope, but I was still doing meth. I was still doing Xanax because remember those words. I said I would stop shooting dope and start living my life. Okay. So I did, but I was still I was using meth to stay up because I had to sneak in there every night. It was during COVID. Only one person could go in the hotel room, I mean, into the hospital. It was her parents, and they were already breaking that rule so her mom and dad could go in, right? So when I say sneak in, the nurses and everyone wanted me up there because they knew I was helping and healing her, okay? it was I just had to get through some of the security, which okay. I managed to do every night, no problem. Okay. But... My dish is coming back to play. I go into the bathroom. I shoot that bag of dope I have left over, right? Oh, I'm like, this no. is bullshit, man. You know, that didn't happen. None of this is real. I didn't just, you know, that was something in my mind, right? This shit yeah, is like You're happening. saying like the... Like the whole healing the, okay. because I stopped shooting dope, you know, and I re I connected with God and she was healed. That, oh, I'm like, nah, this is bullshit, dog. Okay. So I shoot that bag of dope. Literally, I come out of the bathroom Literally, right after this, I'm like, I know I'm high, but she is acting fucking strange. She is acting different. She starts tearing, trying to tear all of her shit out, like, take me home. I know that girl. That girl uh -huh. right there is someone that's not in her right mind. I've seen her thousands of times right. messed up, right? She starts tearing out, and then she has a seizure. Almost dies several times. Back up into ICU. Oh yeah, dog. Yeah, so... so But this happens as soon this as happens you right after up. I shoot that so bag you, of dope that I've been holding on to the whole time while she was healing. Right. You understand? So, David, you... you Yeah, so you feel like spirit probably did that. That was that. my sign that this is all real. That yeah, was yeah, yeah. my Got sign it. that I needed okay. to straighten my ass up, and this was all 100% real. Okay? Like, we ain't playing with you. We ain't fucking this around. Just, this is real, dog. Right. <laughs> and guess right. what? I needed more. That wasn't enough. Dude, she goes back up nice you. I'm going home that night. I'm like, if this is real, show me a sign. I'm driving down Old Stage Road. Bam, instantly, dude, a shooting star goes over my, right in front of my car. Wow. Like, instantly, bro. And I'm just like, wow. So, wow. next day, obviously, I'm not shooting dope anymore that night. I get rid of everything. I get rid of all my needles and all my caps and... Uh -huh. Um, all my meth, I stopped shooting meth, I stopped doing Xanax, I go to fucking start taking methadone seriously and stop drinking, all that, man, start cleaning up. And guess what, dude? She starts healing again. It took wow. a little while, but she started wow. healing again. And not only did she just heal to the point where she was going to be on dialysis the rest of life, she healed to the point where she was off of dialysis by the time we left that hospital two months later about. Wow. Completely 100% heal. All of her hair fell out. She had to learn to walk again and learn again. Yeah, right. But she was completely healed. Till this day, she's sober from what I understand. 100% healthy. I'm sober since then. That's been almost two years. Okay. Um, and, and you're not and together anymore? My, no, we uh, recently, a few weeks ago, um, separated. And really what it was, dog, is... When that happened to her, she went into what I call like a coma, right? And when she woke mm -hmm. up, I was a completely different person. 
I'm on this mm. spiritual freaking awakening. And then once that happened, I couldn't stop. I right. went into this training and learning and research mode where I was on the computer or I was in a book where I was talking to people, researching all this shit every day, all day, or I was trying to heal her and get her back right. So there for a year, man, after we got out of the hospital, she was it took a long time for her to fully heal. You know, yeah, yeah, so like yeah, I said, she yeah. had to learn to walk again. She had to talk. grow her hair back. Yeah. She had to learn to talk. And yeah. She yeah. ended up getting the, the degree uh, about, I think, eight months after that. She started going back to school. Oh, cool. She ended up getting a degree. So it was successful, but so I now changed. what were you studying? What were you trying to learn? Oh, my God. Well, everything from all spirituality, religion. I've read the Bible several times, old and new Testament, old ancient scripture. Um, I'm still doing that, reading Greek and Hebrew stuff. So I'm reading the scripture translated. Now, are you reading this because you're trying to find... I'm reading this because I know there, there are many roads to my father's mansions. And I know that there's truth in all of it. Okay. So that's so what you, I believe. Do you identify as a as a specific religion or are you um, I, I is it beyond, identify is it a, as being spiritual a, okay. open to any religion oh. that helps somebody got it so okay. if you need to practice something practice something that allows you to live in love and light then that's fine with me because that's really the end goal and what i think it really is when it comes to religion it, this spiritual journey is something i had to unpack for I thought it was something I had to pack for and learn all this stuff. No, mm. once I ended up learning all this stuff, I realized real quick that I had to unpack all of my programming and all my fears that I've taken on in this vessel through years of trauma and out there on the street and sure. dealing with people who don't know what the fuck they're doing either. Mm -hmm. Right? Uh, oh, we're David. all trying to figure it out. So, David, to, just to go, because uh, I want to go back to that spiritual, that that happening, right? That whoever, whatever it was that came into you, because I've actually had this um, told to me several times before by mm -hmm. personal family members of, uh, now, I, I was raised Roman Catholic, so my grandmother believed it was a saint that came to her and kept her alive for many, yeah. many years. Um, is, it, is it something that just kind of, goes into you like you know i know we're, we're kind of touching on orbs and stuff like does it have anything to do with that i know it's a spiritual world okay, so to get to where what i'm at is right it? now has taken two years of daily work hard mm. hard daily personal work i'm talking mm. about the hardest thing i've ever done in my life has get to the point where I am right now where I'm able to see orbs. See, I haven't always seen orbs. This is something fairly new. And the only reason oh. I'm seeing orbs is because I have released most of my fear and most of my hate, and I'm living in love and appreciation. And when I connect with Source, my higher self, New Earth Gaia, my angels and my spirit guides in love and appreciation, I'm, easy, I'm able to instantly get footage of orbs which to me orbs are just just source and my spirit guides showing us that they are with us and that we are connected to them now you mentioned so can you er, go, go ahead. ahead sorry no you go ahead you're i was gonna say can you that. like can you see for like see like future stuff or is i because i don't know if the, if the so i know it sounds like a medium to me or is no, it not? personally i don't uh see any kind of future stuff i feel stuff i know when stuff's gonna happen but it's not something that i like do as a service okay. the biggest thing i do in that regard is roll dice and channel my higher self david the warrior and the 13 which are my spirit guides uh, when i say the 13 that has nothing to do with any other number or anybody else's spirit guides out there that's my 13 spirit guides okay so okay, can we stop there what is a spirit guide Okay, so I know, and if this is a lot, spirit to, guides could be several things for several people. All right, they could be a loved one on the other side. They could be one of your soul fam members that you don't even remember. They could be your angels. They could be God. your okay. You know, uh, the, the several different entities out there that are part of your team that are 
you can connect with. They're always with us. You just forgot, dog. Yeah. It takes a while to remember. You know, I call my project being before the veil, the veil of forgetfulness, right? Oh. We all accept that veil of forgetfulness when we choose to take this life and come live this life. We choose to forget where we came from so that we can live this authentic experience. That's what I believe. Mm. I was able to remember some of my choices of coming here. Some of my pre-birth experiences, they're fragmented. I have fragmented pre-birth experiences. I have some friends that have very detailed pre-birth experiences. You can go on beingbeforetheveil.com, read my pre-birth experiences, and read everybody else's that has shared thus far. Because you have a website called? I have a website, beingbeforetheveil.com. Oh, okay. That's a research project that catalogs and researches pre-birth experiences. And so far, over 34 people have shared, but... 34 are on there right now. 34 are on there right now. Yeah, these, and that's been two years. I, I thought I was to... by myself, dog. Right. For years. Wow. And how do you yeah. find these other folks that have had these? <laughs> so after I had that awakening, after I found my girl died and had that awakening and really awakened me to my truths because I've been hiding from my truths my entire life, right? That's all that did was wake me to my truths and allow me to walk in my skin and find out what I needed to find out to live in my truths, right? It's not easy to do. Doing what I did, dude, everyone's going to attack you. Loved ones are going to attack you. People in this society are going to attack you. Low vibe shit's going to try to fuck with you. But if you get on a high enough vibe... Stuff yeah. can't even touch you, dog. That shit is frightening of me now. Things that used to scare yeah. me in the dark are frightening of me now because I can shrink it. I can transform negativity. Any kind of low so, vibe shit screams and runs yeah. from me now. Okay. You understand? So after, so to, to, to go back to the the relationship. So mm -hmm. I know that you were spiritual. This is what helped. Um, pretty much bring her back to life i feel like in this one of the things i mean her spirit guys she had to want it too her higher self had to want it um, she obviously a lot of did, things though. and every yeah, yeah. person that yeah of course every person that came in that room wanted her to heal that's very important that i want to say mm. if you have a loved one that's in the hospital don't go in that fucking room with negativity or blame or any of that shit. You got to go in there with straight love and healing intentions. You know, it's crazy that it. you bring that up. I had an aunt who, um, unfortunately, um, had had taken too too many medications and and uh, had found herself, uh, you know, in her deathbed. And uh, my grandmother, I'm not afraid to say it, is is probably the most negative human being I've ever met. And I am, I, you know, I'm not as spiritual as you are. I'm not on this journey like you are. But I'm a very positive. I like. I am literally. I'm, <laughs> I am powered by optimism. I can find optimism in anything. And so I'm sitting here like cheesing on my, my aunt on her deathbed about like the color scrunchie she chose to wear. And I'm like, damn dude, uh, the nurses put some like whack scrunchies in your hair and I know how much you fucking hate scrunchies and this shit looks, I'm taking so many pictures right now, you know? And I'm like, I'm talking to her on her deathbed like this. And my, my grandmother would come in and just being like, nah, she's not any better than she was four days ago. This now nothing is working. And I'm yeah, like, yo, what the like fuck? That. Yeah. Like, you're speaking. Why are you in? there yeah she's speaking that into fucking reality dog and, she, and right guess what that that being is and my aunt didn't make that it. in yeah and she didn't make it too. and i and have you're this... weak enough you're gonna believe whatever the fuck people put and out it's, it's crazy well, dude because i remember going into the hallway and and being very mad and i yeah. said listen guys like that's because i don't you are know spiritual dog you just don't know it. you're just very powerful yeah. yeah you're very I well and not only over here if that wasn't the case fair enough yeah well not only that the other night that wasn't the case i like it yeah not only that, but I, I do believe in, in a part of, uh, of a lot of what you said, David, too. I, I mean, just to share a little personal of my own, you know, my mother passed away a long time ago, but I do believe in the things that she was saying because she felt that there were people from the other side that were in the room with her. Mm -hmm. So I feel that when we walked in the room, the room was extremely crowded to her. Because it was her time to go, and that's okay, mm -hmm. too. That does, unfortunately, happen. But these people were welcoming her, and they're like, okay, like let's have you hold out for right now because we want the people that love you here in this world to see you. And uh, like going to 
you know, the negative person in the room. It's almost like, you know, there were people waiting for your aunt on the other side and your grandmother came in. They're like, uh, uh, okay. Like this person's super negative. Like we're, we're ready to take you over. Like there's cause I, I think if you don't have that positive energy that like elates, like equates or I don't know outdoes the other maybe then the energy is just kind of sucked out of the room I don't, and I don't know for the past two years during this spiritual journey I've been on this ascension if you want to call it that this growth I really have learned that to be true I've tested it I live it whatever you say if you live in positivity if you live by your words you're going to have great stuff happen to you. If you live in negativity yeah. and you speak and believe negative shit, negative shit's going to happen, dog. True. Then everything turns to shit of that. I mean, look, look at me three years ago and look at me now. I don't need to say anything else. Really? I mean, yeah, you look great. So, we, you, so David, knows, thank you. Go ahead. You do yeah, too, buddy. We all so David, after you broke up with your girlfriend, though, well, there we, was we no, didn't, I didn't break up with her. She left. Once I started getting the army and navy flying oh, okay. the triangles around my house, and yeah, get into taking, the mic. Yeah, started. She left after, uh, basically after I started getting orbs and the now, army. Let me stop him there because I know this is gonna be confusing to you. <laughs> and, I, and, and I've already talked to him once, Anthony. So, okay. and listen, I've seen this. You can you have an Instagram page called uh, Instagram page. I have a YouTube called a YouTube. Being Before the Veil, Being... where I post orbs every night. Yeah. But and what is it? Where is it that you're tracking these military flight patterns okay, right so now? I, have a, I didn't believe it at first, Anthony, wait, 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 but then wait, wait. I got to Ooh. see. I have a plane tracking app where I track all planes that come around me because I need to know what's in the air because I'm taking footage of anomalies in there. Mm -hmm. So it would only be a responsible researcher to do that. Right. right like you want to know that it's How not I an need airplane to make sure or a helicopter. It's an actual real anomaly. Yeah, not a drone helicopter airplane or any other kind of vessel so i have a tracking app i pay for and believe it or not the second night no no the first night i saw orb i saw a helicopter chasing it i said oh that was interesting second night i got footage of that and i saw more helicopters and planes that day and i was like all right i need to figure this out got the tracking how are the two related though uh, because it's the government, I started posting footage oh, and images oh, of God fucking God, God, UFOs God, God. and orbs on the internet, dog. And oh, then God, they God, started, God. Well, they wanted to figure out what I'm doing, how I'm doing it, if it's real. You know, any strong government, if someone like me starts putting videos of orbs onto YouTube, they're going to come check you out, dog. Trust you me, know, I, they I'm put, with you on that one. They put I'm, so much I'm money surprised. into this. And they yeah. want to know how come this guy, who's a felon, has had over 48 charges he's had to beat in his life, a fucking ex-junkie, how come he's able to connect with Source and God so fast and so easily? You know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because, dog, I released all my fears, and I'm living in love and appreciation, and that's why they're showing me. And guess what? I'm nothing that special. You can do it, too. That's the secret I come to tell this is all a lot. of you. This reminds me a lot of the Monroe Institute. I've messed with the Monroe Institute. Really? Yep. Uh, it was very hard for well, me. Well, let me just stop there. So for, for those of you who are, are tuning in, the Monroe Institute, which we're going to talk a lot about on this channel, the Monroe Institute, that's, um, that's with... Uh, Remote viewing. Um, remote the, viewing. The government Astral spent twenty million dollars. Yeah. Yep. The government spent twenty. It's called Operation Stargate, yep. and the the government spent over twenty million dollars with uh, sleight of hand magicians, with uh, sidekicks, and with remote viewers to try to channel um, different energies to uh, kind of take take down um, uh, the to take down. Um, you know other other forces other the, you know that yeah, the cia yeah. was like, doing but the cia was definitely using and, and so i mean i i figured if the government's spending 20 million dollars there's some amount of a be, uh, believability if that's mm -hmm. a word uh yeah or they wouldn't have spent that kind of they wouldn't have spent 20 million dollars if there was no way and that's all we know about Right? right. So if that's what we know about, imagine what else they're doing. Mm. Okay. So Monroe Institute, yeah. the real big thing you want to take away from the Monroe Institute, if you want to get into astral traveling, is the hemi-sync tapes. Okay. So what hemi-sync does is sends different, basically different sounds. 
to different parts of your brain and allows you to get in that state to where you can meditate, astral travel, or channel. Um, Is that the same as like remote view? Yep. Uh, people, different people. To me, it's all the same. Okay. All right. Remote viewing for them was really being able to see what somebody else was doing, right? Or what right. else is going to exactly. happen. Yeah. So that's the same thing as astral traveling over and checking out what's going on or connecting and channeling and figuring out an answer. I think it's all connected. I think it's all the same brain state you get into, that theta state and further, right, to where you're able to do that amazing stuff. So let me tell you this. If you want to to try to experience what we're talking about, go onto YouTube, go onto your phone, download the Expand app, which is Monroe Institute's free app. Go on there and find some of the HemiSync tapes. Put earbuds in your ears. Yes. Go on. Yes. Meditate. Now that's a real thing, it's and, real, and there's real a thing, and that's how I learned to astral travel. There's a great there's a great podcast out there that you can listen to. It's uh, two psychiatrists, two doctors, mm -hmm. um, who do go through these tapes, and they do those, and it has been proven on a smaller scale that these energies do change things. You would, have, if you want to hear it, like on a doctor's from a doctor's perspective. They, of course, they're very skeptical. They're very skeptical about well, it. They have the brain waves changing. They have data right, but they that. do yeah. see that. Uh, but they but they don't have a way of really mapping it or knowing what's mm. going on. But now the Monroe Institute, um, you know, that was the Montauk Project. That was going back in time project. I mean, the, the Monroe Institute has been a part of all of the top secret, uh, top 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 secret operations throughout American history. Um, even working with you know former Nazis and Nazi scientists and things like that. So now, do you think that when you download an app like the Monroe Institute, and I do know somebody else that we might get on the show one day, I'm not sure because they're like full on in the throes of study. I think they're at like level five or something like that. You know, mm -hmm. like it's almost like they're trying to get belts in jujitsu at this point, Anthony. They're uh, but uh, I, I guess you can go through I'm these. Trying like, to wrap my mind around it. Sorry. They go through these like meditative states. So you get on this Monroe Institute app. Mm -hmm. They play sounds. They do things and they teach you how to meditate and then go yeah. to different stages. And this guy has been studying it for, I don't know, two or three years. And he's at like level five of like 14 or whatever. I don't know how many levels there are. It, it works. Um, I stopped using it because I don't I don't I didn't need it anymore. But oh, okay. it really helped jump me from meditating into astral traveling and channeling. It was really hard for me to meditate at the beginning of my spiritual awakening. I could barely close my eyes and sit still. From all the drug use and trauma and just my mind going crazy. And it took about a year of practicing meditating in the tub every day. I'd take 10 baths some days and they're meditating. And it, yeah, like it was hey, a lot. You, now water will help you. If you have a problem meditating or getting into astral travel, put a, get into water, run a bath. Get into yeah, water. Yeah, because it's kind of like you're floating. It helps you, yeah. And also, imagine energy rising through your energy centers, okay? That's how you mm. rise up out in astral travel, all right? So mm. what I did, he put, make sure you have earbuds in because the hemi-sync tapes won't work without your earbuds in. Get earbuds, run those hemi-sync tapes, get you a hot bath run and start with your feet. Run that tape and start meditating. Dip your feet in that warm water. You're going to feel it going on your toes. And then work that energy up. Dip your legs in and your thighs and work that heat up and then get your torso in, right? And continually meditating. And you're going to feel that energy and that heat rising. You're rising that energy through your energy cycles, right? All the way up from your root chakra up, right? To your crown. And then once you do that, You'll go right out, dog. And some people, it depends on your uh, who you are. I had a problem sticking around here at first. I was going straight up to where I came from. And I was ignoring everything down here. Mm. I just recently in the past, I'd say four or five months, started astral traveling and uh, around my home and around the area and stuff like that. Like I got my property on lockdown when it comes to that kind of stuff. Um even underground, but that's going, we'll talk about that stuff later on once we break the, yeah. So when bit. you leave your spirit body, you said you go to where you came from. What's it, yeah. what's it, are you able to explain what it's like? 
No, because there's no words. All right. My pre-birth experiences, if you go look at that, it's almost impossible to, to describe. There aren't words for it. And the reason I think there aren't is we're so more advanced there than we are here. Mm-hmm. It, it's damn near impossible. Where is right. there? Where, so that where was I be- remember coming from, where I remember choosing to come take this life journey, I could see what my body might look like with this other being astronomical amount of possibilities branching off depending on how I lived and moved in this body. But none of them were set in stone. We have free will. So you could see possibilities. None of them set in stone. And you could branch off off of any of those and create something new. That's the whole allure about the taking this journey from the other side. Cause that kind of stuff will make your body your higher self grow. Okay. Cause you can't you're on the other side, yeah, everything's instant. Everything's communicated. Bloop. You if you think something, it is there. Yeah. Right? So that can get stagnant. You can't. You don't grow there like you do here. It's more of a journey. So I think that's what it is. But that's just my personal belief. Now this sounds a lot like DMT to me, and I mentioned that to you when yeah, I first I've met done you. DMT a few times. How do, how does this correlate to DMT? It doesn't. Uh, some people that take DMT, you know, have some similar experiences. You don't have to take DMT to meditate or astral travel or channel or be a spiritual person. Let me go ahead and drop that down because you will never get to where people like me are going right now through drugs. Right. Plain and simple. You're never going to get the feeling I have right now from drugs. It's too good. It's too on demand. It's too powerful. And guess what? It's uh. free, dog. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. Right. I don't have to fuck with no motherfuckers either. I get my shit for right. free whenever I want it. I wake up buzzing, man. Peaking, dog. I wake up peaking on energy. Like I'm fucking... The best way to describe it is like I'm peaking on ecstasy, but way better. Yeah. And really, it's just kundalini energy in a way is energy coming from source energy coming from new earth Gaia, which i'm attached to and energy coming from my higher self cycling through all my energy centers throughout through my protection that i put around me which is the 13 so i always have Hmm. 13 of my spirit guys around me in a star configuration and my mercury star body is the best way for you to envision it so see this thing right there yeah and that basically you can imagine something like that all the way around my body in a light okay what what is that uh this right here is a merkaba star merkaba merkaba m-e-r-k-a-b-a i'll put pictures of the merkaba star on our night shift t-s-i instagram page you could imagine yes oh that's not a merkaba star that's the merkaba star so do you believe that this where we're we are right now this is this isn't re- like this is all temporary. Like this isn't real, right? Oh yeah, this is real. Because I'm thinking, yeah, I'm real. thinking. You're you're talking. It could be a what, simulation and still be real to us. Right, but I'm thinking that like there's something way better after that. Like outside. Oh yeah, hundred percent eternal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. My pre-birth experiences. I remember coming from that place. I remember. That's what I was. No matter what, I'm going back there, dog. Right. And, and Me personally, I don't know. I'm going back to where I came from with my rock, my mm. Lord, my God, mm. right when I die here. Yeah. So, da- da- so David, <laughs> Eric, so David, Eric, awesome. have you guys, have, I, I don't know if any of the listeners have um, either, but have you watched the show called Life After Death? I've seen a few episodes. Yes. Okay. Actually, so they, there's some people on there with pre-birth experiences. Yeah. So yeah. They're, they're, so there's actually uh, they've been studying this for hundreds of years. Mm-hmm. Okay. On people who have actually passed over for multiple minutes, just gone. Yeah. And all of everybody that has left this physical world explains something similar to what. David is actually talking about where it's 
so spiritual and you are surrounded by all of them say that they they remember seeing all of their loved ones who had passed over walk into the room but besides that after that it was like cataclysm it was like a, a galaxy like it was lights and beauty and and uh euphoria and then they were disappointed when they came back <laughs> because of the sense of complete relaxation of no stress so yeah. how how does anybody that comes back how can they remember that without at least a portion and i'm not asking everybody to believe this but at least a portion of it to be somewhat true if, if people and scientists have actually been studying this, right? Yeah, and also I've had a couple near-death experiences myself. I had one when I was three years old at the Pittsburgh Hospital, which is funny because if you go read my experience, you'll see I say that I don't know if I've always would have had my pre-birth experiences or if that was a result from my near-death experience at three years old when I got the pneumonia and was in the Pittsburgh hospital, really sick. I saw my angel, one of my spirit guides and my mom didn't see it. And the doctor and the nurse didn't see this see? angel that I was talking to. And that was, it was just there comforting me, making me feel better. That's what I told yeah. my mom and they didn't see her. Um, and I know I now totally, she's totally always been with that. me. Um, yeah. But and then I overdosed when I was 16. My poor mom, dude. I went to uh, I was dating this girl at the time and I ran off to Myrtle Beach with one of my buddies. We made a hit and made a few couple couple grand and went out there and had some fun. Got a hotel room and I had, I was tripping acid and eating ecstasy for a few weeks. I came back home. I went and up to the carry mall, got some pills back in the day when pills were nothing, dude, because everyone had them. This was before the big opiate epidemic. I mean, everyone had them. I could, I could trade a dime bag of some swag for, God, 20-something <laughs> Vicodin. You know what I mean? They were dirt cheap, dude. And I remember I got a bunch of Vicodin or perks. I can't even remember which one, but I was so messed up off all those drugs I've been taking those two weeks. I ate all of them because I wanted to go to sleep and I'd been up so oh, long. No. And I went back to my mom's house and overdosed on my mom before, this was before anybody knew what overdosing on opiates yeah. really was. You know what I mean? Right, I'm 16, right. dog. I'm 40 now almost. Hmm. You know? So this is a long time ago. But uh, I overdosed on my poor mom. I had a near-death experience and uh, it, it was a hard one. It was some of the things that, because I didn't know how to talk about it or i didn't have anybody to talk to it about my mom basically got me alive and healed and then she, she ignored everything that was the type of mother i had you know i couldn't really do anything wrong she would just say oh no you didn't do anything let's move on mm. you know what I'm saying? so um, we didn't talk about it and then i had another one with my ex the first time i did real heroin when i one of my buddies came over and it's it had been years and he threw out a big old gagger on the table. And I was like, yeah, I'm going to take that. And he's like, you sure, dog? I was like, yeah, don't tell me what the fuck to do. And I did that shit. And, uh, yeah, I overdosed, dude. And Damn. I have it. That was probably the most peaceful near-death experience. that, And one of the strongest because I can remember it very well. It was recent. I wasn't three, you know, and it wasn't right. negative like that other one. This one, I remember going outer body, seeing my body spinning and falling into the tv and then into the dyson fan and my body was weird it went limp man it was like bent like a u over this you know the dyson long dyson fan mm -hmm. yeah. it was yeah. like propping me up but like this and i could see my body from like above the tv that i smacked into because i smacked the tv and then did like a 360 onto that dyson fan wow. and all i i just i was peaceful and then right. I don't remember, like my girl said that there was a bunch that happened after that, but I don't remember anything else except for being peaceful. And that was that dog. So but yeah, I, I think it's body. interesting. Yeah. I think it's interesting that a lot of, you know, it kind of just correlated together with everything that you were saying. And then I remembered hearing people kind of speak about the same experiences and, it goes a lot with what we talk about all the time. You know, is there something else out there? Is there a, a world beyond this world? And you've seemed to really like tap into that. Yeah, I've been fortunate enough to 
learn to be able to release these fears and strong enough to do it. Man, it was not easy, buddy. Um, but if if you do it, you're going to be able to go out there and see the same things now, I see every you, night, which will change aliens? your world. Huh? Do you, are you do you believe in the aliens or anything like that? I th- all right. So when it comes to aliens, what's an alien, right? I guess is the main question. What I can tell you is that I'm connecting with multidimensional or spirits, other beings that we don't really know. So yeah, we can call them aliens, but they're not the aliens. The what I'm getting every night. And so you thinking mind, that this is more instead of being extraterrestrial, it's the same it's more thing spiritual. that healed my girlfriend. It's the same spirit. Sure. It's part. And of you think source. that the government, in like you know, when we talk about like Star Trek and everything, like maybe they're not really looking for alien life forms as much as they're looking for spiritual life forms. They're looking for both. Okay. Yeah. Okay. They're looking that, for. It I all. mean, they're pretty. They're they're bullies. So yeah, they probably are. Yeah, they're looking um, for it all. Um. Dude, every day I go out and connect and astral travel and channel and get footage of orbs. And I can do it tonight with y'all standing right beside me. There'll Dude, be bring no him tricks. with you. There'll be, there'll be no tricks. There'll be, I'll stand anywhere and I'll, chan- I'll meditate, channel, and astral travel, and we'll get orbs on my phone. Yeah. So I so are there go good? to being before the veil. Follow me. I'm about to get a grant to get sky tracking anomaly equipment, video cameras, night vision, infrared. I'm gonna set up a mobile research RV, and I'm going around NC, and I'm gonna teach people. We're gonna research and find out exactly what they are. Mm. If it's an op, guess what? We're gonna find out because they picked the wrong motherfucker to do an op on, dog. In between all this drug shit, I was an EHS consultant, environmental health and safety consultant. I've had extensive training on researching multiple cause incident analysis, the whole nine yards. My dad was an investigator. I grew up with that shit. So we're going to figure it out, and we're we're going to develop standard operating procedures or best practices, whatever you want to call them, for connecting and getting footage of orbs. And we're actually going to go out, give people equipment, get them to train them to do it all over the state and then all over the country. And they're going to feed their data back to our servers. And we're going to send it out to the world. And we're going to have everyone connecting connecting, mm-hmm. and getting footage and evidence. And you're going to see... That you can do it too, man. And you can raise your vibe. It's really about getting high vibe, getting out of that low vibe and that fear. Fear rules your world, dog, and it's making you fucking miserable. If you get rid of it, you're going to have a new life, man. Uh, And you're not even going to imagine how much cool shit you could bring in. Dude, every day. Every day, multiple times a day, I connect with other human beings and have spiritual experiences or have amazing opportunities, create beautiful shit every single day, dude. Now, tell me, before we go um, on you here, oh, I think I'm, oh, my microphone's messing up here. I can hear you. I need to get another c- cable for this this microphone, but um, you, and I, I don't want to like get too personal about it but you sent me a video i'm an open book uh i i, I you sent me a video i w- i was meeting with a uh, i don't want to give out all the news yet but uh, uh I, I did write a book and a major publishing house is, is picking the book up and, and i actually landed a meeting with the publishing house which is a really big deal and the night before this and i had just met you this is oh, this is within the week um, getting you ready for this. You sent me a video. Are you able to talk about that and what the yeah. video you sent me? I know you told yeah, me in definitely. the video to not share it with well, anybody. Well, I just didn't want you so to share the video because my altar was on it, and I didn't want anybody to use things sure. that I have on my altar against me. Okay. Um, but, yeah, so what I did f- for my buddy here is I channel, and I got my dice here. And I roll dice and answer questions. So if anybody has any questions they want answered or if you want me to connect and channel for you being before the veil hit me up this is something new i started doing a few months Mm. ago and just got comfortable enough 
to share it with my friends and give it as gifts to some people I look up to or connect. Yeah, I mean, I was really nervous because you, you explained it to me. Um, you were like, "This is if I roll this, this is what's going to happen. If I roll that, that's what's going to happen. And not all of those things were good things. So I'm like, yeah. oh, my God. Well, like, I knew. What, it, what are the fucking oh, dice going to say? I, I knew. <laughs> I was channeling. I knew you were getting it, dog. <laughs> you just didn't know it yet. Yeah. Like, you had right. already done it. It was already done. You just right. had to roll it out. You just had to play it out if that's what you wanted. Sure. Right? Because you could have stopped that if you didn't want that. Yeah. Right? So it was by the all way, to you at that point. By the way, David, so I, before we wrap up here, I, I know that we talked a lot about the helping and healing part of the spiritual mm-hmm. world. What What is your thoughts or opinions on the bad part of the spiritual world, whether it comes from demonic possessions or anything that has to do with, you know, we see it all the time. Like, I guess hauntings. Yeah. Don't Um, open up to that shit. If you open up to it, you're going to get your world rocked, son. You didn't, you don't let any of that stuff in your home. You protect your home. You are the ruler of your home. But you it exists. take control of your home. Yeah. But it Dude, exists. There's plenty of low vibe stuff out there. Oh yeah. yeah. And there's beings. Dude, I can be a demon. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, of course. If there's spirits out there, which I know there are, there's gonna be low vibe negative spirits. And some of them have tried to fuck with me. And guess what? Dude, Gone. I, got, I got two astral swords. You're like the Ghostbuster. Dude, not in a way I don't fuck with ghosts. But if you come, if a negative spirit comes in my area, I'm taking you home, dog. And uh, I'm going to So wait, you, you don't fuck with home. ghosts. Hold on. You don't fuck with ghosts. Or I ghosts. don't go out into a haunted house and mess with ghosts. No. no. That's not what, what I, I do. Saying, are are this spiritual, yeah. are spiritual uh, is spiritual and ghosts two different things, two different no, I think it's all connected. Yeah, there's spirits everywhere. Okay, you know, everywhere. Now, what do, what do you think about these people who go and hunt for ghosts? Like, what I, are they that, fucking with? I don't know. I mean, it depends. There's so much stuff out there, dog. Think You're of how many different religious religions there are. How many? You know, like yeah. it depends on what you're connecting with. Right. You there's so much, dude. Okay. There's so much out there. You could connect with any of it, really. So many, so many worlds. Yeah, so many, so many worlds, worlds. So many yeah. different Realms. beings, benevolent beings, low vibe beings, high vibe beings, different. Beings Which culture to religious. do you think was the most in tune with high vibe beings? Again, any of them where somebody is using that tool which I think a religion is just a tool for someone to live in love and appreciation. Right. Do you think there was right? like a certain That's culture? That's as like- easy as I think it should be. I think we overcomplicate this shit. Like I said, it's a journey we had to unpack for. Okay. Okay. All that programming, all that stuff leads to how much hate and how much fear. Yeah. Think about it. Think how much hate and fear and killing there's been over that kind of stuff. We need to unpack that stuff and realize that we're all brothers and sisters. And if you start living in love and appreciation, you're going to see your life do a fucking 360 and you're going to see magic shit happen. Mm. It's really so simple. It's hard. It's so fucking simple. It is hard for us to do. You understand? Yeah. Right. It's so simple. It is fucking hard. Wow. Yeah. Um, now, going back to the cultures, and, like Egyptians versus Mayans versus, do you think there, is there any, you know, because there's a lot to be said about the Egyptians, the perfect yeah. pyramid, the oh diamond, gosh, like the alignment of the stars, mm-hmm. celestial, astrological, all yep. the things, right? Um, do you think there was a particular culture that understood this? on a more massive scale than we do like because if you look at it in the culture that we live in now you're an anomaly right like you're mm-hmm. one of very few people who are awakened to this kind of spirituality well you're the first person i've ever met that's awakened to it um do you think there was ever a civilization or a culture that that grasped what you had oh, or what yeah. you have yeah definitely um and it was probably us living in parallel lives or past lives Ooh, I love or whatever you want to. Yeah, I me that. too, dude. Oh yeah, I God, think it's more so parallel cool. than it would be past, you know? Mm. But American now- Indians, American Indians had a lot of connection to the spiritual world. Still yes, do. Yes. Yes. Mm. They, so they, much. They, and I dealt with that out of outer banks. 
I connected with mm-hmm. them, and I'm going to go up to the mountains and connect with them, too. They still heal through spirit. You mean, know you're a healer, too? Do you know that you're a healer as well? I Am I? You I Yes, you are. You are a healer, and so are you. We're all healers. We just don't. We just don't know that we're not we are. using that. Yeah. Yeah. We're, we're not, not using it. it. We can heal ourselves. We have the power to heal ourselves. If you know you're gonna heal, you will heal. If you know anything, it will eventually happen. So look, I'm on this methadone. I'm coming down as much as I can every week to get off this shit. I got about five more weeks. The lower you get down, the more sick you get, right? Every morning, dude, I wake up with the most debilitating stomach pain and nausea and the fucking shits. It sucks. Mm -hmm. And it can last for hours. But I transform that shit every morning at 5.30 in the morning or earlier within 15 minutes to longest now is about 30 45 minutes where i used to be out all day from that shit or hours i mean dude my ex thought i was dying sometimes that's how like i'd be yelling in pain yeah dude so it's really been a fucking miracle for me learning remembering that i'm a healer seeing that i could help heal her through death and all organ failure made me realize that we're all healers I would have never have called myself a healer three years ago. Mm. I would have never have said I was a spiritual man three years ago. I would have never said that I could help other people realize they can also live in love and appreciation and create greatness. Mm. Never, dog. I would have never even talked about this shit. I went through... Most of my life not talking about my pre-birth experiences. The moment I started living in truth and love and appreciation, my life got millions of times better. Ask anyone that knows me or has seen me. That's great. That's well, awesome. you're awesome. Hey, you're awesome. We dude. really I, appreciate you coming on. I appreciate and, um, y'all. And, and tons of love and, and appreciation yeah. there. Uh, tell our followers how they can follow you, where they can follow you, and yes. how they can be a part of your journey. Please go follow me on YouTube at Being Before the Veil. That's B-I-N-G before T-H. There it is. Thank you, sir. You're the man. And I'm almost halfway to being monetized, baby. And then I got these grants I've been working on for a year. If you're interested in this stuff or you want to learn how to live in a love and appreciation, release your fear and connect with these orbs, or you have pre-birth experiences, hit me up, Being Before the Veil on YouTube. TikTok or beingbeforetheveil.com to check out our uh, project on pre-birth experiences. Oh, y'all are awesome. Look at that. Well, we uh, we appreciate that. Actually, matter of fact, uh, Anthony and I, um, at the end of this year-long project of diving into the rabbit hole, we were actually going to put together a book kind of of what we learned um, and, and, you know, just, uh, you know, just some bathroom Reader's Digest style writings. Nice. And we're definitely going to add you into the, uh, the into the manuscript uh, of our, our little journey here. Uh, it's been awesome. You've helped us learn. Anthony, do you have anything that you want to close us out with? I just followed him on TikTok. Sorry. Yes. Um, no, I, I think that um, I think that you're amazing. I think that you're going to definitely resonate with people because, I mean, look, we're just talking, you know, uh, both Eric and myself have both had people in our families that have had some type of spiritual um, situation happen. And just keep doing what you're doing, man. I'm, I'm really it's makes me happy to see that you came from something that was super, super negative in your life and stuff that was negative. You look healthy to me. You look happy and you look healthy. And that's all that matters. Thank you. All right. Yeah. Love, Thank you brother. so much. Love, For those man. of you guys out there tuning in, beautiful. Um, make sure you follow us on Night Shift TSI on the Instagrammies. This was uh, conservative aunt Anthony Ramonde and myself, Eric Tanzi, from the Failure to Stop Podcast Network. Again, the show is brought to you by ghostbed.com yeah. forward slash Wolfpack. Sleep so good. It's scary. Woo. <laughs> Until next time, guys, stay frosty out there. Also, if you have something you want to talk about on this show, if you have a story, um, it could be anything of the paranormal, top secret information, anything of the sort, you can DM us uh, at Night Shift TSI. Remember, Anthony has 
over 300,000 followers on his Instagram. So that one is full of DMs. Revert all of your paranormal stuff to Night Shift TSI. And then uh, Anthony will be able to respond to you there. Uh, and he'll know exactly what this is for for this project. Or myself will respond to you. One of the two. Uh, that's Night Shift underscore TSI for top secret information. Share us with a friend. Tell somebody else about us. And um, Anthony, I'll see you tomorrow. I'll see you tomorrow. I'm super excited. All right, man. You guys have a good night. Thank you so much, David. We really appreciate you. Cheers.